0: Sickle cell disease is a disorder that results in misshapen red blood cells. Rather than the usual donut-like shape red blood cell, the cells exist in a sickle or crescent shape. The sickle-shaped cells are not as viable as the usual red blood cells, leaving those with the disease with less healthy red blood cells. Furthermore, the disease creates reduced transport of oxygen through the bloodstream and the risk of coagulation of sickle cells, preventing the flow of red blood cells, leading to a painful event known as a sickle cell crisis.
1: Sickle cell disease currently impacts about 100,000 Americans, and the disease occurs in one out of every 365 births in African Americans. The disease is inherited. It occurs when someone receives a recessive sickle cell trait from both of their parents. Interestingly, having one sickle cell trait and one dominant trait provides an advantage against malaria. The reason this trait has continued to survive is because of the heterozygous advantage it offers the harm occurs if two sickle cell traits are inherited. So recently, a study
0: from Columbia University revealed a very promising treatment for sickle cell disease. The report focused on long-term outcomes of patients who received gene therapy for sickle cell disease. The gene therapy was a single-dose treatment aimed at correcting the shape of the red blood cell. The treatment eliminated the collection of sickle cells that lead to blockages of blood vessels and is a large source of pain in patients. These blockages lead to many hospital visits, lots of pain, organ damage, and
1: contribute to early death. The physicians involved with the study were thrilled to see an elimination of sickle cell crises in their patients. The new therapy is called Lentenglobin, and it uses the patient's own stem cells. The stem cells are genetically edited to produce the correct cell shape, and then the new cells are infused back into the patient's bone marrow. Since the treatment uses the patient's own stem cells, there is no risk of the body rejecting the treatment. A con of the treatment is that the patient must undergo a high dose of chemotherapy treatment before the infusion to get rid of the cells producing the sickle cell shape.
0: There are significant side effects of the chemotherapy, one being a small risk of cancer. Two patients in the study developed leukemia and researchers believe that this was a side effect of the chemotherapy treatment. The long-term goal will be to find a safer method than chemotherapy and to make lentiglobin treatment accessible early in life for patients with sickle cell disease.
1: This is home for me because sickle cell is in my family. Um, and I've lost four family members to it. So this really hits home. And if this technology had been around previously, they would still be here.
0: Yeah. When I worked at the public hospital in Cleveland, I cared for many sickle cell folks. And uh, he, even here at Tulane, we have a quite a robust sickle clinic as well. So um, mm-hmm. boy, do I, I see it. Mm-hmm. But I, I did want to ask you, did you understand what the heterozygous genes, did you understand that part where having the sickle trait is actually an advantage in terms of helping against malaria? Did that point resonate?
1: I'm assuming it has something to do with the way malaria attaches in the body. I'm assuming it has something to do with that.
0: So because malaria is so prevalent in Africa, where you have individuals in Africa who have the sickle trait, but Mm -hmm. don't have the two recessive genes, Mm -hmm. they'll have a recessive sickle gene, Mm -hmm. and then they'll have a dominant gene that gives them the sickle trait rather than having the sickle cell disease like they would if they had two recessive genes. And having that dominant gene that gives them the sickle trait makes it such that, like you said, the parasites in malaria are not able to destroy the red blood cells because Mm -hmm. those red blood cells are protected. So this is one of the reasons why the trait has been advantageous. But of Mm -hmm. course, if, if somebody has the two recessive genes and then they develop sickle cell disease, which as you said, a devastating disease. So this is a tremendous promising treatment and fingers are crossed that this is something that people will be able to take advantage of.
1: Yes. No Surprises Act. Have you ever received a surprise medical bill? This is a common issue among many Americans after receiving medical care. After a trip to the doctor, hospital, urgent care, and other medical facilities, people receive bills they were not expecting after their visit. Lots of times, people are unaware of what costs are involved in their visits to the doctor and what procedures and tests are and are not covered by their insurance.
0: Oftentimes, these surprise bills will come after an emergency visit when there is no time to decide about seeing an in-network provider or traveling to an in-network hospital or emergency department. In some instances, patients are brought to an in-network hospital system, but receive care from a provider that is out-of-network. It's easy to see how this can get complicated, and it isn't the patient's biggest concern during a trip to the emergency department. This dilemma of receiving some form of -of out-of-network care even if the patient is in an in-network hospital is rather common. In fact, the Kaiser Family Foundation identified this issue is happening in one out of every five emergency department visits. This drives me crazy, Hope. This is <laughs> something that is so frustrating for even me. And I had a procedure done last year and we were receiving bills for months on end, you know, and, and
1: it's crazy. All right, can, I, I will stop vending, go ahead. <laughs> As of January 1st, 2022, the No Surprises Act will be instituted federally. The act aims to eliminate or more heavily regulate surprise medical bills. The bill will ban instances of surprise billing, otherwise known as balance billing, when a patient receives care from a provider that is out of the patient's insurer's network. The act will eliminate the surprise billing practice if the patient receives out-of-network care in the following scenarios. If a patient receives emergency care in an emergency room. When you receive any care in an in network facility and when you are transported via an air ambulance.
0: Furthermore, once a patient is stable and at a network, emergency physician cannot provide care to a patient unless they consent to care and are aware that they can leave to be treated at an in network provider. Patients are still responsible to pay for any costs that result from in-network care, like co-pays, but will not be responsible for paying the bill if the care is out of network and falls under one of the scenarios mentioned earlier. Wow. Thank goodness. Wow. I, mean, I know, right? <laughs> Something good happening. Right. In these instances, the insurance company and the provider will have to dispute the costs on their own. Yay, oh, that's right? Wonderful.
1: That's wonderful. Yes. Yes. These new protections under the No Surprises Act only apply to care given in a facility that offers emergency services. The act does not cover out-of-network costs due to ground ambulance services, but some areas do provide protections for that scenario. This act will remove many surprise bills for Americans and provide protection for those seeking emergency services.
0: Have we just become super pessimistic with what government can do for people? Or is this just truly great? Because I I feel as though, given how things just never seem to work out for working class folks, Mm -hmm. you know, here's something that's going to be great that everyday folks like you and I are going to easily be able to take advantage of.
1: Yeah, I think we've become super pessimistic. (laughs) I mean, they've conditioned us that way. But this is going to be so wonderful, such a wonderful thing for so many people
0: hundred percent. Yeah, this is great news.
1: Thanks for listening to Noise Filter, your public health podcast. Be sure to
0: subscribe to the Noise Filter podcast, follow us on social media, and leave us a review letting us know your favorite part of the show.
1: You can find me, Hope Pickerson, at
0: hopepickerson.com. And you can find me at Dr. Mark Allen Derry or at The Dr. Derry. That's D-R-D-E-R-Y.
1: To see and share our amazing animations and find out more information about us, the show, as well as links to our social media, go to noiseforsoshow.com. We are grateful to our sponsors,
0: including Access Health Louisiana and the End the Epidemic Initiative, who are working to bring equitable health outcomes to everyone they serve. Hope, any
1: last words? Stay well out there, folks, and continue taking steps to keep yourself and your loved ones healthy. That includes exercise, a good diet, getting adequate sleep, and seeing your healthcare providers regularly. And protect yourself and others by getting the COVID-19 vaccine
0: and booster, wearing a mask, and social distancing wherever possible. Remember,
1: health is a human right.